It's time to get your news on. We are VK1 WIA. And it is the national news we're getting on for week commencing January 14, 2024. In our 29th year of non-stop news. And this week, WIA Director and President Scott Williams, VK3KJ. WIA Contest Manager of the Australia Day Contest, Alan Shannon, VK4SN plus much, much more in this edition of news from the Wireless Institute of Australia. I'm Editor Graham, VK4BB. Australia's ham radio news station. We are VK1 WIA. This is WIA Director and President Scott Williams, VK3KJ, and welcome to the WIA broadcast this week. The WIA Regulatory Council consisting of Justin Giles Clark, VK7TW, and Peter Young, VK3MV, along with fellow director and vice president, Lee Moore, VK3GK, and myself, met with the Australian Communications and Media Authority, ACMA, this week to kick off our first meeting for 2024. The first order of the meeting was to acknowledge and pay tribute to Patrick Emery of the ACMA, who tragically passed away on Christmas Day. As outlined in the broadcast last week and both published on our website and through social media channels, Patrick sadly suffered a medical event on Christmas Day and passed away peacefully that evening. As President and on behalf of the WIA, I passed on our sincere condolences and thoughts to all Patrick's work colleagues that were on that call. The meeting then focused on the transitional arrangements to class licensing, which of course is approaching quickly. The ACMA confirmed that a letter on the transitional arrangements is in the process of going out to all licence holders. In fact, letters started circulation to your preferred delivery method, either postal or email, on Friday the 12th of January. So, it is possible you might have this letter in your possession already if your delivery method is via email. This letter will confirm transitional arrangements and will also confirm both your call sign and the qualification level that you hold. On another matter, the ACMA confirm that if your licence is about to expire, please do not wait for the commencement of class licensing and delay the payment of your licence fee. It is highly recommended to not let your licence lapse and make sure your licence is valid and you are operating legally. The ACMA have confirmed that if you have just paid or are about to pay for your licence renewal, you will be eligible for a part refund. The ACMA have published information on how to obtain a refund on their website. The WIA discussed a range of other matters with the ACMA in regard to the introduction of class licensing and in general, the WIA are very satisfied that the ACMA remain very engaging and consultative on all matters. We are confident the transition to class licensing will be fairly smooth. And please remember, read the information provided by the ACMA, as many of the concerns raised to date have been already well documented. 
That's it for me this week. And this has been Scott Williams, WAA President for this week's WAA News Broadcast. We are VK1 WIA. Now, international news with VK2 LAW Jason. Hello, international news with thanks to IARU, RSGB, RAC, ARRL, NZART, EHAM, Amateur Radio Newsline, RadioWorld.com, Hackaday, and the worldwide sources of the WIA. Western Europe's first vertical spaceport is cleared for launch and hopes to see rockets fly this year. The Saxonvord spaceport on the Shetland Islands off the northern coast of Scotland has officially become Western Europe's first licensed spaceport capable of launching rockets vertically. Saxonvord received the licence from the United Kingdom Civil Aviation Authority, CAA. The Saxonvord licence allows the spaceport to host up to 30 launches per year. The UK, which has a strong small satellite manufacturing industry, hopes that the convenience of having a UK-made satellite launched from a UK port on possibly a UK-made rocket could put Saxavort and its counterparts at an advantage with customers compared to their foreign competitors. Yasmi Foundation Grant The Board of Directors of the Yasmi Foundation has announced a supporting grant of $7,500 to the World Radio Sport Team Championship United Kingdom 2026 Organising Committee. As the committee states, WRTC is a means to demonstrate international goodwill and friendship in the true ham spirit. It also allows youth operators to demonstrate their skills within this highly competitive event. WRTC UK 2026 will focus not only on providing a fair and enjoyable event for those who qualify, either as a competitor or referee, but will also provide engagement to spectators all over the world. Further information about WRTC 2026 can be found at wrtc2026.org. Mobile base stations to expand frequency use worldwide. Mobile band communication gained new parts of the spectrum at the World Radio Communication Conference late last year. The designated parts of the spectrum are at 700 to 900 megahertz, 1.7 gigahertz and 2.5 gigahertz. This is intended to give greater flexibility to operators around the world making use of HAPS mobile broadband communication also known as high-altitude platform station communication. According to the International Telecommunication Union, any fixed-point radio station situated 20 to 50 kilometres above the Earth is a high-altitude platform station. The company that's led the Spectrum Expansion proposal for the past few years is the SoftBank Corporation. The Japanese company has been studying international standardisation for such use since the issue was put on the WRC 2023 agenda four years ago during WRC 2019. HAPS technology has also been recognised as useful for communications during disaster recovery, especially when storms or other events have left terrestrial networks damaged. Student Project provides new satellite for India. India's HamSat, the micro-satellite decommissioned in 2016, has been replaced following the New Year's Eve launch of a small satellite created by students. The Somaya BeliefSat Zero takes its name from the KJ Somaya Institute of Technology, 
With the launch of this satellite, Samaya BeliefSat-0 pays tribute to 100 years of ham radio in India and endeavours to succeed its predecessor. The project's faculty coordinator, Victor Uniform 3 Charlie Delta India, told the Hindu Times News Group he expected it to become a crucial player in the realm of global amateur radio. The satellite has a UHF to VHF FM repeater and VHF Digipeter sending APRS standard telemetry every 30 seconds. For VK1 WIA National News, in Sydney, I'm Jason, VK2LAW. From here, there and everywhere, you've tuned to the Wireless Institute of Australia's National News Service. We are VK1 WIA. Now, operational news with Felix, VK4FUQ. Hello there. Now, Condis Wise 2024. January 2024, VHF UHF Summer Field Day. This weekend, contestors, that is 13 14 January. Ross Hall Memorial Contest, running on VHF and above now for the month of January. You nominate the best seven day or two day period per category. For more information, visit the contest page on wia.org.au. Australia Day Contest. Hi, this is Alan, VK4 Sierra November, with info for the Australia Day Contest. Amateurs in VK will endeavour to contact other amateurs around the world using SSB, CW and FT8. Most VK amateurs will be using the AX prefix to celebrate Australia Day and is wanted by many amateurs around the globe. Scoring is distance-based and calculated using a four-character grid square. Times for the contest on Australia Day, the 26th of January, are 2200 UTC on the 25th of January to 1000 UTC on the 26th of January. Categories for DX and VK are single operator, multi-single and multi-two. Subcategory modes for single operators include phone, CW, digital or mixed. An operator's log can contain all three modes or mixtures thereof. Due to FT8 operation gaining massive numbers over phone and CW, all logs will have digital contacts scored separately and added to the digital section automatically by the Log Checker website. For example, if a log contains phone and digital contacts, the log will be valid for the phone category and the digital category. Enter the log as mixed. WSJTX users can operate as normal and use the .adi file to create their log. Remember to start a new one and not use your old contacts. No contest mode setup is necessary with the WSJTX program. A valid exchange will consist of a RST or a SNR followed by a 4 character grid square. And you can operate from 160 to 10 metres. And remember, the stations using the 2x1 contest calls cannot substitute AX as a prefix. Please visit the WIA contest website pages for more information. Thank you and good luck. This is Alan, VK4, Sierra November. ARRL DXCW contest, February 17-18. New Zealand's Jock White Memorial Field Day will be 24-25 February 2024. The rules have been tweaked slightly and are now up on the NZART website. Overseas contacts now score the same points as ZL contacts. The definition of acceptable overseas contacts has changed to Oceania, as defined by the DXCC list. 
These changes have been made to better align the rules with the contest objective, simplify scoring and use a defined geographical boundary. Now seeing we are in the Shake Isles, moving forward to July, Trans-Tasman Low Band Contest, July 21st. The Trans-Tasman Contest, always held on the third weekend in July, aims to encourage low band activity between VK and ZL. Only contest bands 160, 80 and 40 metres are allowed with SSB, CW and digital, that is RITI or PSK. This contest is another official WIA contest and will count towards the Peter Brown Contest Champion Awards. Dick's Window to the World The special six-month event, designed to celebrate the 90th anniversary of the first official transmission of Radio Luxembourg Broadcasting, has concluded. The event gave amateur radio operators and shortwave listeners around the world the opportunity to work or hear special event call sign LX90RTL. Overall, 27,922 contacts were made with 214 DXCC entities and they included all 40 CQ zones. Today, the 14th of January, Her Majesty Queen Marguerite II will abdicate and leave the throne to her son who will become His Majesty King Frederick X when he is sworn in as the new King of Denmark. At the same time, Her Royal Highness the Crown Princess will be known as Her Majesty Queen Mary. The royal couple will officially bear the title King and Queen of Denmark. Mary, born Mary Donaldson, famously met Crown Prince Frederick here in Australia during the 2000 Sydney Olympics. Amateur radio associations FRA and EDR have activated special event stations within the Kingdom of Denmark, including Greenland and Faroe Islands. OZ24 Queen is active 12th till today, the 14th. OZ24 King will be active from January 14 until the 16th. These call signs and others will be active on many amateur radio bands using CW, SSB, RIGI and several digital modes. All amateur bands and all modes may be used. For more information, see qrz.com. In the World DX, be listening for members of the Zurich City Police Radio Amateur Club throughout the year. Operating as HB20SP, the club is marking its 20th anniversary. Unfortunately, no Bureau QSLs, but you can use Logbook of the World. And HB20SP runs until December 31. Listen throughout the new year for the special call sign 9A100RKZ marking the 100th anniversary of the Radio Club Zagreb, which was founded on the 24th of March 1924. QSL via 9A1 ADE. This year marks 150 years since the birth of Guglielmo Marconi, during 1874. The Cornish Radio Club is again organising International Marconi Day, this year on 27 April. Some 16 plus stations have already registered to be registered as an official station, but you must operate from a site which has a connection with Guglielmo Marconi himself, not a business, etc., created after his work. This must be somewhere Guglielmo Marconi has personally operated from, lived, or set up experimental stations. For more information and updates, 
visit the GB4IMD Facebook page. Repeating news. It's back to Graham VK4BB with news on a revamped repeater for us to use. In the meantime, 73, good DX. I'm Felix VK4FUQ, Eddingham. And thanks, Felix. This news is about VK7RHF on 29.58. The repeater is on air. Yes, after a few years of hiatus, the VK7RHF 10-metre repeater has now been recommissioned and is back on the air. The system runs over the VK-Link voter system and will incorporate three diversity-voted receivers, including a DX receiver at a remote, quiet location. There is currently a receiver on trial running at the Reese Club Rooms on the Domain and another on VK7HH's workbench. The transmitter itself operates from Mount Nelson, running 50 watts into a 5 8 wave vertical. Already in the past few weeks, whilst it's been on test, there's been VK2s, 3s and 4s heard using it, whilst the summer sporadic E-season rolls around. Hayden VK7HH would appreciate any signal reports to be sent through and for those in the Hobart area to add it to their radios and or scan groups so that when DX stations do call, they've got somebody local to reply. Now the repeater details are the transmit 29.68, receive 29.58 and the tone 91.5. From here, there and everywhere, you've tuned to the Wireless Institute of Australia's National News Service. We are VK1 WIA. Now special interest group news with Bruce, VK3 Triple F. And a very good day to you. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier. Turkey. Turkish space traveller Colonel Alpa Gezerate will serve on the International Space Station within the scope of Turkey's first manned space mission and will communicate with the national call sign TC100ISS. In a written statement, Turkish Parliamentary Minister Yuralaglu reminded that Turkey's space planning and strategy was announced with the National Space Programme announced by their president. Within the statement, it said, If it goes as planned, Alper Cezarache, who will gain the title of being the first Turk to go into space, will break another first by using his own amateur radio certificate with TC100ISS callsign and will start his space travel with this national callsign. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Internet, the Ham's Domain. DLARC continues to add rich history of ham radio content. The continued stream of rich content and history being donated to the Digital Library of Amateur Radio and Communications, DLARC, seems never-ending. The real fun, in the eyes of many leaving comments on their web pages, comes with radio magazines, which add art, advertisements, and really shows the fun of the radio hobby in 1928. Start with the November 1928 edition of Science and Invention, with an article about how an airplane transmitted a photograph via radio. Then enjoy the November 1928 edition of Radio Listener's Guide and Call Book. The ads are amazing. 
You can read a whole year of Radio Magazine and the General Radio Experimenter and Radio News and QST. Where do you get it? Google Digital Library of Amateur Radio and Communications. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, IOTA. Yemen de-expedition to AF-028. Active from Socotra Island, Yemen, will be 702WX, January 25th to February 12th. Focus will, after a survey on the website was conducted, be low-band CW, together with the 10-metre band. Low TW certificate for this Yemen de-expedition has been granted. Also, keep an eye on the official 702WX website for the latest news and relevant information. Participation by 702WX in the CQ 160m DX Contest CW will occur from AF028. And French Polynesia, Austral Islands, Haru, JA1XGI plans to be active from Reivavi, Austral Islands as TX5XG, March 27th to April 3rd on 162 6 metres CW and Digi plus Green Cube Sat. However, a call from some IOTA chasers has asked Haru to consider SSB as a mode to also include. QSL via Logbook of the World. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, Radio Amateur Young Timers, Yota, Youngsters on the Air. A student-led contact with astronauts through the amateur radio on the International Space Station ARIS program was a great success. Here's Alec. Thank you, Bruce. A student-led contact with astronauts through the amateur radio on the International Space Station, ARISS program, was a great success. On Monday, December 11th, Students at Harbour Creek High School in Harbour Creek, Pennsylvania, used amateur radio to talk with astronaut Andreas Mogensen, KG5GCZ. The students are part of the Advanced Technologies Group, KC3SGV, an after-school club at Harbour Creek. Fifteen of the students are licensed radio amateurs. Their faculty advisor, Assistant Principal Drew Mortensen, AC3DS, is a graduate of the ARRL Teachers Institutes on Wireless Technology. He utilized what he learned in the program and brought it back to the school. The ARISS contact is just one of the many successes the program has had. ARRL Education and Learning Manager Steve Goodgame, K5ATA, was on hand for the contact, and he was impressed by the skills demonstrated by the students. Goodgame recalled, from antenna assembly and installation to the actual control operator function of the radio during the contact itself, the students were at the helm. Every student who asked the question of Commander Mogensen was a licensed amateur radio operator. When I asked what they had planned next, the response was, well, the logical step would be to build and get a CubeSat launched. This was exactly the type of program we hope to create as an outcome of the Teachers Institute, said Good Game. ARISS is a cooperative venture of an international amateur radio societies and the space agencies that support the ISS. More on this story can be found through the link in our text edition of the WIA National News. For VK1 WIA National News, I'm Alec, VK2MV in Sydney. Now back to you, Bruce. Hey, VK2MV! 
Congratulations, Alec, on your upgrade, and thank you to Peter, VK2EMU, for supporting Alec and providing him with the two-letter call sign. Now, from Alec to Paul over at AR Newsline, where he reports on the ARRL awarding its prestigious Hiram Percy Maxim Award for 2023 to a Texas teenager for his leadership in a youth net and his promotion of amateur radio among members of his troop in the Trail Life USA organization. Recognizing youth in amateur radio is something near and dear to our hearts here at Newsline. The ARRL just announced the winner of this year's Hiram Percy Maxim Award, and it's Sam Lovett, KI5RSV of Texas. I spoke with Lovett, and I asked him how he got interested in ham radio. My dad's always had a radio in his truck, never transmitted, never got a license, because we always storm chased. Also got into this book this, called Backwards Home Magazine, and I found one in 1992 that mentioned ham radio, and it sounded really interesting. As to what in particular interested him the most about amateur radio, he told me. I mean, there's so many aspects of ham radio. So far... My, the ones that have interested in me most is uh, contesting, improving my speed with CW, and vintage and classic equipment. Lovett is very active in attracting other youth to the hobby. I asked what his plan was, and he said, Lead by example, and I try to promote ham radio wherever I can. Uh, I've also done a lot of demonstrations of ham radio, and uh, like every camp out, I sometimes pull out my radio gear and uh, do a little demonstration of HF and how you can get QSOs around the world. Congratulations, Sam, on a job well done. We here at Newsline encourage you to keep up the efforts and to keep spreading the word about our wonderful hobby. Worldwide special interest groups, Rescue Radio. First up, a fellow club member and WIA newsreader, Cole, VK3GTV. He joins me. It's always good hearing how various clubs around the world prepare for emergencies, etc. In the USA, the Great South Bay Amateur Radio Club communications trailer has three HF stations plus six additional radios for VHF, UHF and DMR. All radios do all modes and are powered by 300 amp hours of battery. The computers run off a Renogy 3500 watt inverter and charger with the batteries also charging from the same inverter. A 200 watt solar panel array on the roof of the trailer helps to keep the batteries charged. They use the trailer for public service events, special events and field days. The VHF, UHF radios have dual band antennas on the roof. In addition, there's a marine radio and Tempest weather station. The HF radios run through filters and a triplexer for 10, 15 and 20 metres. They also have a repeater in the trailer which is for use at events. The trailer even has heating and aircon. The radios are three ICOM IC7100s, two ICOM IC5100s, one Anytone AT878UV for DMR and a Motorola CDM1250 for GMRS. It can run for 8 to 10 hours without the generator, which makes the trailer always ready for operation. Thanks, Cole. And the club also built a tower trailer, which holds a tri-bander and vertical for the portable UHF repeater. The tower trailer has a 30-foot crank-up antenna with a power winch. I'm Bruce, VK3 Triple F from sunny but wet Bendigo. This is VK1 WIA. 
All points of contacts from today's news stories are to be found in print when you read the web editions. www.wia.org.au 2024, it's a date. Remember, clubs are welcome to email text with audio for this section and details of all WIA-affiliated clubs and societies can be found on the WIA website, wia.org.au, and that includes email addresses and all website links. VK5, the Skark History Lesson, February 1, 7.30. Hi all, this is Nathan, VK5 DAD from the South Coast Amateur Radio Club. On Thursday the 1st of February 2024, at 19.30 hours at our club rooms, Seaford Meadows Scout Hall, Railway Parade Seaford Meadows, Bernie, Life Member, and one of the founders, VK5 ABS, will be doing a talk on the South Coast Amateur Radio Club's history and changes that has happened since the club was formed. We look forward to seeing you there for our first Tech Talk of 2024. 73s, this is Nathan, VK5, DAD from the South Coast Amateur Radio Club. Thanks, Nathan. To VK3, the Barg Hamfest, the 4th of February. It's held right next door to the Barg Club Rooms at the Ballarat Airport, 10am. VK4, Redcliffe and District's Redfest, April 6. The WIA AGM will be held in Bundaberg, May 4 and 5. National Volunteer Week happens Monday the 20th to Sunday, May 26. In VK5, Amateur Radio Experimenters Group Radio and Electronic Sale, Saturday, October 28, 10am, David Roche Park at Kilbourne. And in VK3, Spark Rosebud Radio Fest, November 17, Eastbourne Primary School, Alambie Avenue, Rosebud. Now till next we meet, you're up to date. I'm Graham VK4BB. Walk softly. This has been the Wireless Institute of Australia with the weekly news service. This broadcast is in text, audio and video and is accessed on wia.org.au.